Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Liss. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is fitting at me. You yeah. can roam around, you're not, you're not going to sit down? I don't think so. Because when we sit down, I feel like it's too All much like an interview. Yeah. I feel like oh, yeah, I can't interview you. Well, let me bring us in, because people have no... This isn't the <laughs> Rad Dude cast. People have no idea who we are. The Joe and Mark sound weird. Uh, well, welcome. Welcome to Tuesdays with Stories. Do you think people have Hang heard? on. i got to tell people what's happening here. They will not know. My name is Joe List, and this is Mark Normand. Hey, Hey! Hey! No. <laughs> I can't ever do a Norman. Can you actually? Do a let me just say who. We, let, for the love of God, <laughs> let me get this podcast started, Anthony. Want, That's my friend Anthony DeVito. I am Greg Stone. We are two third members of the Rad Dude Cast, taking over for Tuesdays because Mark and Joe both have severe leukemia, and we are going to raise some money. Yeah, this maybe is a, a race for the cure, everybody. <laughs> so if you could donate to our Patreon page. Yes. Tuesdays uh, with it's under the Rat Dude Cast. <laughs> Donate to oh, the Rat. Yeah, we it's under the Rat Dude Cast, but it all falls under the Tuesdays with Stories umbrella, and we will be sure to get them the money. We'll get them the ASAP. money they need. Yes. Yeah, we're gonna get Joe some new teeth. Joe needs new teeth. Yeah. Well, here's the thing about Joe's uh, teeth. Um, now I feel like they're okay, mm-hmm. aside from the fact that I know he's had some issues with. Uh, like dental surgery, but yeah, yeah, in terms yeah. of uh, yellowness, crookedness, because those were your complaints that he used to have about uh-huh. him, right? But I feel like now they're good. Well, he the thing is that he never had he had a couple minor teeth things, <laughs> but in his mind he thinks he was end stage teeth lymphoma, <laughs> and like he had to like did I was like not when he was in the heat of his fucking like mania. Yeah, you couldn't like. I would look at him and go, "Keep your eyes off my teeth. They, they're too sensitive." <laughs> like he, his his mind would explode. He's just stressing out. I have to pull a car over, and I was like, "Dude, you're gonna be okay." Ah, he doesn't know. But yeah, his teeth I, have always. I fine. always feel like he's got some teeth issues going on. Because even I saw him. I think last time I saw Joe, we were passing by each other at a New York Comedy Club it was yeah. like a couple weeks ago or something. And uh, there was sometimes I was like, "Hey man, how you doing?" He goes, "Oh, buddy, my teeth." Like <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. I was like. The last time I had talked to him, or not talked to him, but like we had done a gig uh, in Poughkeepsie maybe like six months ago, mm-hmm. and the teeth thing were an issue. And then <laughs> that six month gap is still going on, I guess. Yeah, I think he had a couple root canals. It's funny, is like the people who listen to this podcast yeah. probably know way more, and like we're oh, close sure. friends with them. I'm but sure. But like he tells them, but he didn't tell me. Well, I don't you're, know. I mean, I'm, you know, Joe and I are friends. I didn't go to the wedding, you know, obviously not a sore subject for me. I barely bring it up. <laughs> But you and Joe are very close, so I'm I'm sure that we'll get a lot of mean responses that are just like, how come you two bozos don't even know what's going on with Joe's dental hygiene? Yeah, yeah, right. Well, we do. We, it's not. It's just not as important as the leukemia that we are fighting, rummaging the through their bodies, both of them. Yeah, and it, you know, ah, that it struck both of them at the same time. Mark is doing his best to outrun it by going to by doing as many spots as he can in one night. Mm. But leukemia is I an unstoppable. Stoppable force. Cancer showed up at the cellar, cancer, but it was too late. Yeah. He was already at New York. Cancer doesn't accept excuses as to why you're late. 
So that thing, that thing is going to get them. Did you know I used to do that? Because also, we should talk a little bit about them. That's how I... Yeah, well, that's what they told us to do. Mark, yeah, Mark told me uh, what, two, re- two clubs I got past that because of Mark. <laughs> One was Levity Live because yeah. I opened for them and then they were really nice. I started working there. Right. The second was Stand Up New York because I would just go two clubs that Mark was working <laughs> because he would book so many they'd be late. Yeah. So I was just, well, I know Mark's going to be late. And then they'd be like, we don't know where this guy is. And I'm like, well, I'm here. And they'd throw me up. And they're like, this guy, this stand-in for Mark is pretty good. People only do that with black comics and Mark. Well, I was going to, yes. That ex- that's who the other people no, would go to. No, uh, because, yeah, people would tell me that. No, not people, me. That's what I would do, but I didn't want to <laughs> say it on the air. Oh, really? Yes, not people. That was my system. You'd go. <laughs> that, I was like, oh, this is like a... Yeah, looking back, that's a you move. That's a Greg. <laughs> that's a Greg Grift. Listen, stereotypes are stereotypes, and I don't believe in them. But the truth is the truth. But a couple of them, whole water every time. <laughs> and 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 to the defense, you know, yeah. it's like it wasn't. I didn't just go. Is this guy black? I would go. Oh, like he is a black comic, and this one definitely is late a lot. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like there was a couple. You know, like if they were in the indie scene. They would just be on time, but like, re- okay, this is not going to go. I don't I'm know, gonna man. Bury myself. <laughs> it's fine. This is the end. Why? This Nori is- be late for every spot. Nori would be late, and I would follow <laughs> and him around. Think, Nori worked every scene, and he'd be late for every single spot. <laughs> yeah, no way. Now I'm hearing, I this is now this is a thing. Yeah, right. Someone was telling me that uh, I don't want a woman told me this that a lot of like the young female comics uh-huh. l- late and cancel a lot too. Okay. So if you're out there trying to do spots, maybe look at a few female comics. Not all of them, <laughs> but the ones who maybe haven't been doing comedy that long, but somehow managed to get past the clubs, follow them around. I'll tell you this. Don't follow me around. I show up an hour early for That's every true. spot. Greg shows, up, um, Greg shows up obnoxiously early. If you ever, uh, you know, man, there. what was that one time you were at Levity and you were there for like, Six hours early. Well, that's what I do. Yeah. Because the the car ride to Levity is a 45-minute drive, 45 but if you hit it at 6 o'clock, it's going to be an hour and a half. So I would go at 3 o'clock, go to the mall. <laughs> I'll go to the mall. I'll do laser tag. I'll do go-karts. Yeah, make a I'll real do day shopping. It. Yeah, it's like a whole adventure. By the time the show comes around, you're exhausted. <laughs> Just I mean. Yeah. There was that one gig. It was, who was it? you, me, and Sam, where we did uh, Rockwell's in uh, Pelham. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I think, Sam Morrill. Yeah. Which we thought it was going to be hours away. Yeah. So it turned out it was like a half an hour outside the city. And all three of us had gotten uh, hammered the night before. Mm. I think it actually might have been oh, Mark's birthday. Super hungover. So yeah. We were well, <laughs> just a little note to people at home. Anthony just put his hand on my bookshelf and <laughs> almost knocked all of my fancy things you'll, off the shelf. The video feed. You'll get it on the video feed. Well, I don't see a video camera. Uh, well, we'll figure it out in post. Um. <laughs> We were so we were all we were hungover, super hungover. We do that Rockwell's gig. We got there. I think it was an eight o'clock show. We got there something like four o'clock. Mm-hmm. Soup, and we just there was nowhere to go. There's nothing to do there, so we just sat in that booth, mm-hmm. and we each ordered prime rib. Prime rib. We got appetizers. <laughs> plain appetizers. We each got desserts. Put on the worst show that people have <laughs> probably ever seen. And not that like you're more uh, you're more active on stage. But but mm. Sam and I are a couple fucking statues. Also, up I am there. not that active when I got a <laughs> thirty-two ounce prime rib and a lobster tail in my belly and so three for, cups of wine. For us to even have any any lower energy than we already have, less engaged than we already can be. And that I mean that club or that room 
must have been like, never again. Yeah. Never again. These guys just ate our whole March budget <laughs> in one day. Well, that's the fucked up thing. I've been to a lot of clubs. Like, the real, like, shitty clubs. Yeah. They'll always be like, you can order whatever you want, but you can't yeah. have the steak. And yeah. I've always been like, that's an asshole thing. Right. But i got to be honest, they're right. <laughs> Don't give us a steak, because I'm going right. to have a steak, and I'm not we'll, going to be mobile enough yeah, to eat, man. to whoa, move. Whoa, Ralphie Maya. <laughs> I even wonder if he even had a weight problem, or he just played a lot of bad rooms and was getting his money's worth. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Just a lot of potatoes. Yeah, yeah. I used to do that, man. It was like this: if this club isn't paying me good, right, I'm gonna order everything. Everything that's free, I'm taking. Yeah, napkins, tape, paper, you know, toilet roll, <laughs> toilet paper. That fax machine plugged in. Yeah, that's going. <laughs> going home with me, baby. I get fifteen <laughs> for free. Well, that was it. Was always like coming up, and I mean, you still, you know, we're still doing these shows, but more coming up. They were the only shows you were doing were these uh, bar shows. Where it was just, you know, you get paid in drink tickets, and yeah. you're like, well, this is how I'm going to get paid. Yeah, yeah. So what am I going to do here? Yeah. I'm going to develop a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I always love, too, when like you're trying to do it, when, when someone asks you to do a show, and they're yeah. like, hey, man, but we feed you. And it's like, yeah, man. Cool. That's I'm 37, right. man. <laughs> right, right. I can get a dinner. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't give it. How about just pay me? I'm supposed to be thankful. Yeah. That's pay. one of life's necessities. <laughs> yeah, man. Wow. You do that? Will you Will you be having a roof as well <laughs> at this production? Yeah. The thing My. you pay for at cost, you're going to get, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. dude, you can drink as much as you want. Well, you're paying 32 ounces. <laughs> yeah. Thirty-two dollars, thirty-two cents for a whiskey. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a shit. You don't act like you're doing me a fucking favor. Yeah, I'm doing a show tonight at a, a pizza place. Yeah, and you get one slice of pizza and a soda, and mm-hmm. it's like, I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, one slice. But guess what? Slight pizza costs you seven cents. Give me a fucking pie. I'll take a whole <laughs> pie, sausage, salami. I want everything. Put cash on the uh, toppings. I want money on the money. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so bizarre, man. Yeah, I got a Mark story. Oh, also. Yeah. I am going fast. You're, I don't mean no, to no, be. No, no, you're not. You're going pretty good. You tell me if you still want to flush some things out if I'm going too fast. I feel like we're flushing, man. We're okay. All right. I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, also, this is Anthony DeVito, Greg Stone. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if we ever said that. Call in. Call in. Uh, 1-800-fuck-your-mother-in-the-ass. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's the line. Yep. Spell that out. Oh, is that too many letters <laughs> for a phone? You figure that part out. Just keep pushing. We'll answer. <laughs> Yeah, you'll get through. Remember, Joe and Joe. Yeah, again, it's five on the hour. We'll race for the raising cure. that money for Joe and Mark. Yep. Donate at the Rad Dudecast Patreon dot com. Absolutely, <laughs> over a hundred dollars. Yeah, it's not looking good. <laughs> no, so, no, no. Put everything you have into this. Did I tell you the Mark's the Joe story when we went to do the club in? Uh, we went to do Philly Helium. Oh, that's always a great story. All right. Yeah, this so has just come pre- up a lot lately. It's my favorite. It's one of my but, favorites. But you know, yeah, it's a great one. Pretend as if you haven't heard it. I will not hang out to dry on this one. I do love it. <laughs> yeah, we're going. I'm opening for Joe at the Helium, mm-hmm. and they start telling everybody that's a secret, secret well, headliner. And they had been doing a series, been doing a series of these, right? Yes, a series right. of these shows, secret headliner, right? All you like, we don't tell you. Just burp right into the mic. You don't think Mark does that every episode? I imagine Mark probably farts. <laughs> I think Mark probably puts a mic right to his phone and fucks. <laughs> You're crazy. If you don't think, and you know, I maybe I've listened to a couple of Tuesdays with stories, but yeah. like, uh, I would imagine Mark is burping directly into the microphone all the time. I can't deny or confirm. Don't listen. Don't that, care. He's to a free ever man. Listen. Mark lives his life a lot like me. We're very free men. Yeah, I know. But just saying, you don't have the headphones on. I have the headphones on. You're burping right into my ear. That you should say thank you. <laughs> 
So we're going to Philly. Yeah. List is like, I don't know. Like, they're not telling people who the headliner is. All they're telling right. is just these slight hints right. that gener- that are just literally all leading to, this is Louie. This is Louis C.K. <laughs> right, Louis right, C.K. Right. is coming. They're like Boston <laughs> comic, not in <laughs> shape. <laughs> you know, like has been on TV, uh-huh. FX. Yeah, white guy. Yeah, showed his dick to a bunch of women. <laughs> we are like, this is Joe. This is Louis. Um, we get there and we're like, maybe people won't put the con- we won't connect the dots. We pull up the line because this is in the this is before the allegations. The, this is when Louis was in the heat of Louis. <laughs> the allegations. He admitted it. Yeah. An <laughs> allegation of a true allegation. <laughs> yeah, good. The line is down the block. Right. People wearing pooty tang shirts. <laughs> right. Bald men. <laughs> you know. People, just, people dressed up as Louis. <laughs> yeah. Cosplaying like, out. Like it's a Star Wars movie. <laughs> so everyone's got a black shirt on. Yeah. Jeans. They shaved their head, dyed their hair red. Joe looks at that crowd and he goes, Oh no. Just classic, yeah. like, right. oh, they don't. I'm like, and I'm like, nah, man, like you got you know, you guys have similar fans. <laughs> I don't know, you man. know? You know, that Comedy Central half hour special <laughs> was pretty good, Joe. I yeah. Think. yeah. We uh we uh the crowd is pumped. I go on stage. I'm pretty sure I have to bring up Joe. I'm looking yeah. at this crowd. People are they're they're salivating. They're like they're 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 touching their fingers. Louis. Yeah, Louis. Yeah, but I'm they're just like and I literally see a guy go they're touching I can't wait. their fingers. You know, I can't f- explain what that means. You know when people do this when they touch their fingers? Oh, uh what I don't know, like no, a supervillain would do. Which is very excited. Oh, when like a supervillain gets excited. Yeah. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, I'm also doing it to you in person. You just didn't see me doing it? No, I did. I did you know exactly what I'm talking about because I'm doing it right now. your fingers first, and then you started doing the, the visual. I literally see a guy go, I can't believe Louie's here. <laughs> right? And I'm, I'm, I'm laughing. At my, I'm bombing. Yeah. Because people are just st- like, get the fuck out of here. Right, Louis coming in. All right, right, and I'm I'm la- I'm bombing, but I'm laughing yeah. in my head. You know, uh, yeah. Because if you're like, if you guys hate me because I'm not Louis, <laughs> wait till the guy I bring up who you think was supposed to be Louis. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So then uh, I go, ladies and gentlemen, your next comedian, super funny, right? <laughs> and I don't. You'd think I would have said Tuesdays with stories. Right. No. No, but I'm a real like piece of shit. Pretty early on with Tuesdays with stories. Yeah, but I could have let them but know you let, yeah, to yeah. prep. That, I think I would've... was like, he's got a show called Louie. <laughs> 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 you know? I think I really like I think I really drowned him out there. I see a guy in the front row uh, go, Here comes Louie. Like, I could see it. I could God. see them. I go, Joe List. Jeez. And you audibly hear people go, Oh, like what? <laughs> and I would say like the first two minutes or three minutes, um, maybe like Joe struggled, but then he like he you know I think he addressed it immediately. Sure. Killed. Yeah. You know some of the details vary. You know my stories. I like to have a good time. I don't know how much exactly of this happened. What do you? No, I'm. I remember. I'm like ninety percent. She's like, yeah, like he killed. I, yeah, um, I remember that. Hap- like I remember you telling me that story. Like you great know, show. Maybe the day after it happened. Like I'm oh. sure Joe killed. You know. Oh Joe yeah, yeah. No, I no, no. Yeah. I'm. I think that the story. That the part that you were. That's the part I don't remember because don't he. Remember. He's not that funny. <laughs> on st- on a podcast. Come on, Joe's gone. Great. Joe's gone better. He's. G- <laughs> Come on, that's dude, let's be fair. Just yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, Joe. Oh man, he had that throat thing for a while. That was killing me. What he was had, the throat he thing? Had a thing in his, a, a lump in his throat that he felt was cancer, and I was like, 
I don't even. I, I wouldn't even like. He he would say things now that he had so many little paranoias that I had to like talk him off of. Right. That he could literally be like, I had sex with a hooker unprotected. She has AIDS. Right. Now I think I have AIDS, and I'm like, you're fine. You just <laughs> make shit up in your head. You know, like right. So you. But know. Joe's got to be so happy to have you in his life because you do have the, somewhat of a medical background. I have a medical background that I did not go to college for. I just worked in a hospital for a while. Very barely image. You know, barely. <laughs> anything and it's but, fading and it's been 15 years almost yeah that's true but um i do think when you're someone who's like panicking what you're going through what you're going through yeah just to have someone who's like hey i worked in a hospital 10 years whatever they say holds a lot more gravity yeah you know yeah, sure. even if it like it buys you i don't know a couple hours yeah. of comfort and then you go right back to you know freaking out again yeah, yeah. but those couple hours are nice yeah yeah it was know? just enough to Whatever you know, yeah. But I love you know. I should also. I think everyone knows that I love. I love Joe because I remember yeah, we took that trip to Poughkeepsie and I was trying to comfort Joe, but I, you know, I would you know I was like reaching into like you know man a couple times I've been to a dentist you know <laughs> like I didn't have I didn't have a lot to draw from to make him feel better about his teeth. You did Poughkeepsie with Joe? Yeah, we did laugh it up maybe uh, I don't know a year and a half ago or something Where was like I? that. You couldn't do it for some reason. <laughs> that better be your answer. No, that stealing, was it. Stealing my headline. <laughs> yeah, I would never, I would never do that. No, Joe and I, Joe and I click, but we don't click like the two of you click. Yeah, well, that's just from that's like we were talking about before on the train. It's like that just comes from shared trauma, you know. Like we've just done enough gigs together that sucked. Right. That like that's how you build a friendship. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, like totally. you build it. Like Joe is very easy. You know, he's very easy to go along with. But you do a yeah. I think we really we've bonded on a few things, but we did a show where we drove down to like the South Jersey to perform in a tent, and Joe sw- it was hot. Joe sweated through his shirt like he was performing, <laughs> drenched in a sweated through shirt, and it was just like we just we've done gigs where that where this it starts by the guy just going, um, here's a microphone, just go. Yeah, and like there's no stage. We've done those gigs. You and I have done oh, gigs yeah, like that. Done, a million of those we've together. Done a ton of those. And then you know it's like all that bonding that comes from that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Sam and I have a good amount of those. Yeah, um, Sam's your guy. Sam's my guy. And then, uh, you know, I mean, Sam and I worked on the MSG show. We had all that. So Sam oh, and I have had a lot, you know? It's crazy you guys worked on that show together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Sam and I have sat next to Daryl Strawberry bombing. <laughs> so, you know, that'll that'll do something to a friendship. I bombed on that show with <laughs> you. you were not That happy. was, I was, I'm still... Mad. Well, to be fair, that wasn't your. F- we all bombed, and that was nobody's fault but Chris Jericho, which is a <laughs> sentence I never thought I would ever say. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was the word because, like, you know, Sam and I, uh, we would have a rundown of what we we're gonna do mm-hmm. on the show, and we had loose jokes to go with the topics. You sent me an email full of topics to write bits on. Totally. That I spent hours that, writing on. Absolutely, a- yeah. as you should have. Yes. As anyone yeah. who would have been lucky enough to do people talking. <laughs> <laughs> so Chris Jericho is the uh, guest with Greg. So you know it starts, and Chris Jericho he has the energy, and I think this is fair to say. Of a very dangerous person, uh, he's not. He's not altogether like that um, intimidatingly tall, but he's like he has a presence about him. Yeah, that's like oh, this guy could kill me. At he's a which, wild card, which you just doesn't know. come across that much on wrestling. No, I guess because he's around so many other maniacs. 
Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Like maybe when you're dipping, punch. when you're sitting next to Brock Lesnar, totally, it's like, ah, hey, doesn't look so scary. Yeah, you're like, I feel like Jericho could do my taxes, <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> but no, you put him, you put a professional wrestler in a setting with no other professional wrestlers, yeah. and, and that's a rabid dog. Yeah, with Sam, you and me. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a man who could just kill us all at the same time, and there's nothing we can do. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So it starts, and Sam was like, uh, he's like, hey, here's what we're gonna do for the show, and Jericho goes. I don't do topics. It's <laughs> like as, as, as just like such an insane stance to take yeah. in general, you know. Also, how are you a diva? You're the intercontinental champion. True, You're not even man. the world champion. You never man. got there. Exactly. Let's be honest. You wear an electric jacket on stage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, man. But yeah, so Jericho does that, and then like I think all three of us were like, "Oh, this could be a little rocky." Yeah. And then uh, we tried to have a story about a professional wrestler on the show mm-hmm. to give Jericho something to talk about. Yeah. You yeah. know, because mainly because Sam and I are big basketball fans, so we're like mainly talk about basketball. So in case Jericho doesn't know anything about basketball, we'll do this wrestling story. And then he thought it was like gotcha journalism. Oh my god. And he was like, he was like, I see what's happening here, clickbait, which I think is just like a word he's heard. Sure. You know. Yeah. 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 So then he fucking talk quick bait thought, yeah that, that, ah, it's just on like, a tv he, he said something like my mom would say he goes you're not gonna clickbait me <laughs> like, okay yeah. so okay uh yeah. so then he um he just talked the whole time we couldn't that was the problem yep is we couldn't get a word in edgewise and then i think we were also startled that we couldn't support each other yeah so then we all were just we're, it was so uncomfortable every time i started a thing he'd jump over me yeah. And then just go on to some story, and I'm like, "Come on, man! Like you're on TV every Monday, man. You can't give me a shot. You can't give me a hot chance on right. Channel Five Thousand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like no <laughs> yeah. one's watching this shit. Let me. This is just for my dad to watch. I'm doing this so my dad can see that I've done a thing, you know. And you are just talking right over me. God, man, he he steamrolled us, and it wasn't a thing because we would have other people on the show who were even. Uh, you know who you're. You know we would have actors on the show who you're yeah, like, yeah. all right, if Justin Long gets out of line, I'm just gonna tell him to shut up. Yeah, 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 but exactly. Jer- I'll smack Justin, <laughs> the fucking Apple guy, right in his lips. Yeah, you're you were in the worst Die Hard. Yeah, yeah. But with Jericho is like, there's no way I'm even gonna approach that subject. <laughs> exactly. God. It's like I gotta bring a knife right. to an interview. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, it was horrible. I felt I felt really terrible because that was uh, that was the one that you did, and you you know I did one. You did one. I and did it was one. Like pretty deep into the run. Yeah, you know? we had a week left on that show. <laughs> yeah. That was you just being like, "Well, I gotta get him on once." I really, yeah, Sam and I really. <laughs> He's pushed my best for friend, him. you know. I gotta get him on once. <laughs> we really pushed for him. <laughs> and I remember because um, you know MSG, I think they wanted to they wanted to go more towards sports because yeah. Sam, and, you know, I mean Sam and I know a lot about basketball. But we didn't. We don't. It wasn't like a, a show, an analysis show. Yeah. You know, we want, we just wanted to be comics. So like they, they we were just kept trying to get you on and be like, well, what's Greg gonna do? <laughs> and we we're like, I don't know. He knows a lot about uh, superheroes, <laughs> so he could relate that to the sports world. That could be kind of fun. And then when Jericho was on, because he was a, a wrestler, yeah, and yeah. How much you like wrestling? We're like, oh, this is perfect. And then yeah, it turned yeah. out to be a nightmare. I had done some research. Um, also, it's funny if you go back and watch the YouTube video, mm-hmm. it looks like just one of the, you know, one of the sound guys found his. W- I talk so little that it looks <laughs> like just somebody who's working the cables is is sat down and did- it looks like in Men in- Three Men and a Baby yeah. when they scroll by and they see that ghost and they're oh. like, oh, is that a dead guy? Oh right, yeah, that's what I looked like on that show. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about the the real ghost that's in Three Men and a Baby? Well, no, because there isn't a real ghost in Three Men and a Baby. <laughs> no, but there is, right? I guess that's what I'm talking about. Oh. It was that ghost in Three Men and a Baby, yeah. but it's not a real ghost. 
It was uh, a guy who was right. in the production that, oh, really? like, they were filming, and he just jumped behind the curtain <laughs> because he was right. like, shit, I wasn't supposed to be out here. And then everyone was like, it's a ghost, it's a ghost. Oh. But it's like, no, it's just like a production kid. Like that lady in The Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz, also, they say it's people hanging. Right. No, it's actually just ostriches. They had live ostriches on set to have for the animals in Oz. Uh, and so the, the swinging you see is just an ostrich's neck from its walking by. Wow, so I guess Newtown didn't happen. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me. Well, that's where this is Tuesdays with stories. Uh, it's uh, 7.35 on the hour. Mm. Uh, Call in uh, 1-800-fuck-your-mother-in-the-ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Remember, donate. We're trying to save those guys. What is your worst bomb? Worst bomb, I think was. I mean, I think we were just talking about it. Where because you're going uh, to do the Glasgow Comedy Festival tomorrow. Oh yes, I think that was probably my worst bomb. Was the there? You do two shows. You do an early show and you do a late show at this club called The Stand. It's a great club. Mm -hmm. And the early show, I couldn't have felt any better about myself as a comedian. Uh It went great, and then the late show was the worst performance I've ever had to a point where I was like, I, I, I think I said out loud, I can't believe I've traveled this many miles to bomb. <laughs> I, I, it was, it was, yeah, it's like an, actually, like an actual soldier. You know, you know, you're, you know, it's like you're going to Afghanistan to, yeah. to bomb some actual people, except it's comedy. <laughs> yeah, because I remember at one point it got so bad that I was doing bits. I was doing a different 20 minutes that was just to make the booker laugh. Oh, At one point, God. I went, I think Sarah will like this. Mm-hmm. And she was just laughing, and that was it. It was it was horrible. <laughs> horrible. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, ter- it was so bad. Because usually, you know, you bomb in Bushwick, and you're like, all right, well, now i got to take the train back an hour and think about this. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. was like, well, I guess I have to fly 17 hours and stop over in Iceland first <laughs> t- until I can, you know, get back on stage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Oh, God. Well, that's the thing, too. It's like, they're different people over there. You know, I don't know what they're... I don't know what will what will translate. T- I mean, they're because they, of culture. Uh, Do they get pretty much drugs? Everything. Yeah, they get they get what? they you get know? everything. <laughs> they're modern people. Do they have cars? They, yes, they're living in 2019. They uh, they all look. I don't know. They all do look like they are going to or coming from a fight. That's how oh, they all really? look. Yeah. It's, uh, they're very friendly, but they're also very tough at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I think you'll do really well. Like I think you'll have a great time. Like I said, the first show and all the other shows were great. It was just that late show because over there they do uh, comic intermission host, comic intermission. So you're it's a long show by the time I got up. What is it like an hour, two hours? Something like wow. that. Wow. Yeah, and I wasn't. Put me up first. I was too tired. Like I wasn't. It wasn't a place where I was like, I'm gonna. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. in for a dog fight. Yeah. I was really like, D- they gotta be really good. Uh, and then they weren't. That's you know nobody's fault. I mean my fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, What's the worst one for you? You think? I have a few. I don't have to do all of them, but I'll tell you that this one is one of the one of the worst. Exp- so I'm doing LOL Comedy Club. <laughs> LOL Comedy Club. If you guys, if I don't know if they've ever talked about it, it's the worst place on Probably. earth. Probably. You know, it's not a club. It's just a t- they they lie to the crowd. <laughs> Everyone who comes is like. They lied. Yeah. They tell people that Seth MacFarlane is there. That was doesn't my, even do stand up. That was my favorite. Their particular brand of lying was so high yeah. that they. I once watched them try to say that Tina Fey was going to be on the show. Yeah, and it was like the night she was hosting the Emmys. <laughs> 
Not even a stand-up comedian. <laughs> yeah. And she's hosting the yeah, Emmys. Yeah, she's like, I just love the idea that she's going to do both in one night. In Los Angeles. Where, where Tina's like, come on, wrap it up with that speech. I've got a 1140 at LOL. For a, for a $20 check that's not going to clear for three weeks. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm at LOL. Um, they had just changed the way the room uh, looked. So it right. used to be back there used to be like a high stage now there's a stage and a giant curtain mm-hmm. behind the <laughs> stage right so uh, i go on stage there's one person in the crowd one guy in sunglasses just st- not laughing at anyone right right um <laughs> i walk on stage um i do my first joke the guy doesn't laugh i go oh lean back against the curtain <laughs> there is no wall behind the curtain i do a full flip through the curtain, <laughs> landing on my back, my head pops up like a gopher. The guy goes, "Now that's funny." Laughs. <laughs> oh, I walk. O- I'm like, "Fuck this! Yeah. Fuck you! I'm leaving." <laughs> I don't even wait for the host. I just start walking. Mm-hmm. I, I then walk, take the elevator downstairs, walk to where Times Square is because you know it's right outside. It's in yeah. Times Square. I walk outside of LOL Comedy Club. To find six police officers, yeah, 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 six police officers surrounding almost me, and I'm like, "Well, what are they looking at me for?" I turned to my left; they weren't surrounding me. There was a guy who had a broken bottle to his own throat, and they're just going, "Hey, man, like, <laughs> you, you know, don't do it. You know, things are worth it." And I'm like, "Man, things are not worth it." I really bombed up there. Then I realized that this fucking—they're talking to this guy who's about to commit suicide. Right, right outside of the club. That's so funny. He's got a bottle of his throat and he's just like, I was told Tina Fey would be here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was told Jeff Garland. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah L- I mean, LOL, that was a, a common reoccurrence there is that you would leave stage uh, to find just detectives right outside. Yeah. Uh, very rare that you set out to do a comedy show and then all of a sudden you're like, I think I'm a witness to a homicide now. Yeah. yeah. Were you there the night when the lady got on stage with me and started pushing me? And I'm like, what am I going to do? I can't punch a woman in the oh. face on stage. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, owner comes in, pulls his phone out, starts recording, and goes, <laughs> world star. That's what the owner of the club did. <laughs> yeah. No security. This guy was just trying to get hits. <laughs> yeah, man. I love how it was like if a bunch of teenagers ran a business. <laughs> God. Yeah. I remember I got I had a set there that was so bad that um, I was so physically affected by yeah. it. I looked a Indian family. In the eye, <laughs> and I went, "Go fuck yourself." Yeah. <laughs> just it was they they, and it wasn't they didn't do anything, but yeah, the yeah. crowd in general, or just uh, maybe years of performing there, had it brought me to that point. Yeah, where I did not do any favors for like American foreign policy. They were that part day or whatever. of the broken system. That's like when a black <laughs> yeah. guy he's getting his shit kicked out of him for years, and he just sees a white guy, and he goes, "I I look at you, <laughs> yeah. I get sick." Yeah. And it's like you represent everything that is bad with my life. <laughs> yeah, man. And I get you're a good guy. Yeah, but you have no idea what I've been through. Yeah, I, I got Al Sharpton in that moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Um. So I had this one. Yeah. Uh, you know. You know, I told you this, but I don't care. It's it's one of my favorite stories. Mm-hmm. I'm at uh Greenwich. Yeah. This is the last time I ever performed there. Oh, Both right. of these stories are the last time I ever performed at said club. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm at I'm at uh, Greenwich Village Comedy Club. Uh, host doesn't give, no one gives a shit. No, the fucking cl- uh, the club is in. People are just screaming. I walk on stage. This is a guest spot. I'm not even being paid. Right. Um. I go. Ah. Hey, you know anybody married? You know. Lady screams. I'm married. <laughs> She's in the bathroom. 
runs out of the bathroom. <laughs> pants like her pants are unbuckled. Mm-hmm. Like she's just so excited to come scream <laughs> that she fucking comes. Sc- her pants are almost down. She goes, "I'm married. What are you talking about?" And I was like, "Oh, yeah, easy, lady. You know, it's 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 all good. You know, like <laughs> you could have you could have finished your shit yeah. before you came out. You'll be married after yeah your bowel movement." And she goes, uh, "When are you gonna be funny?" Oh man! And um, I said, uh, "Shut up, ugly!" <laughs> and uh, she yeah. goes, "What?" I went, "You're not even pretty on the inside. You're ugly on the outside." <laughs> The inside, you're a you're a piece of shit. Like I I, I don't remember exactly how I finished it off. Yeah. Husband stands up uh. and goes, "Hey, you can't call my wife ugly," and I am done. And I just went, "Well, fuck you, yeah, and fuck your ugly wife." <laughs> I put the microphone back in the stand and I walked out again. No waiting for the host. I walked out of that club forever. Yeah. I'm like, I'm fine with it. How many times have you? Because uh, you've done this a couple times. Have you left just an empty stage? Well, I'm getting better at it. Yeah. I told you like a few weeks ago I was doing this club at a vegan restaurant. Right. Club. Yeah. Room. It's a vegan restaurant. It's a vegan restaurant. Yeah, that's what it is. There was no one there. Two people walk in. The whole time they're texting. Four people walk in, drunk out of their mind. Yeah. The host goes, where are you guys coming from? They go, we got kicked out of the other <laughs> bar. And I'm like, that's who you want as a crowd. Right. I walk in. I go on stage. You know, like the host is going completely rowdy crowd. I walk on. I go, how's everyone doing? They're just going, just saying whatever bullshit. I went, you know what? You don't get comedy tonight. I, put the mic- <laughs> I didn't flip out. It's I didn't flip. It's for you. I put the microphone back in the stand. I did 37 seconds. Walked out. Went home with a smile. Had a nice roast beef sandwich when I got home. <laughs> Great. That's the way to do it. It's like, yeah. why would I subject myself to this? This totally. is a comedy. You don't get something from me for free. Well, here's the thing: if it's a, uh, because if you're getting paid and there's a contract, you're yeah. like, all right, I have to fulfill my contract. But if you're not, you're like, why? Am we, why are we bullshitting with each other? I'm not you even know? on the flyer. Yeah, there's I'm, not even a flyer. It's just like this. Just it's like when you're on a date where you're like, "Were we gonna go through the motions of this whole date where we know we're not into each other?" Twenty <laughs> seconds in, exactly. Just gonna get out of here. Let's just get out of Why here. Why do we have to stay on stage and pretend like this is gonna work? <laughs> yeah, we're no done. one's gonna be. Everyone's gonna be happier. Yeah, no one's gonna be like, "Oh man, I wish that guy I did not like the first thirty seconds in did like nine more minutes and thirty seconds. That'd be great." Yeah. Also, yeah. The, they're high. They're drunk. Let them have a good time being high and drunk. They don't need to have totally. comedy. I never get that. I never get, because, you know, I, I've been drunk a bunch in yeah. my life, and I've never been like, I'd love to get really drunk and be quiet. Yeah. I'd love to just listen. Yeah. You know? No, I want to scream. I'd like to scream and throw things if yeah. I could. So uh, <laughs> if there's anyone for me to do that, it'd be perfect. Comedy is like the one place aside from, you know, I don't know, a library where they're just like, you can't say a word. I saw a guy, I think I went to go see What Lies Beneath. Yeah, and someone was super drunk. That, Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh yeah. Someone had like a messenger scary. bag. I didn't think it was that scary. Really? And I, I know I don't like scary movies, but I was like, I just thought it was boring. Was that Richard Gere was in that too? I don't. Re- I don't remember. Here's what I remember. <laughs> I'd like to keep going on. That I don't. <laughs> the only thing I remember was this guy was so drunk at the show, he lifts his messenger bag in the air, yeah. whips it like like a bolo, uh-huh. like he's gonna capture someone, <laughs> and throws his own messenger bag at the screen. <laughs> And I was like, oh, that guy's having a great time. And and everyone in the crowd was on board. They yeah. were like, woo! Like, That's they were screaming. Fun. Everyone was, fu- I was like, this is wild. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Why would anyone want to do that? 
Oh man, I you had said that once earlier. It kind of reminded me, and I've told you this before, where I was at uh, Foxwoods years ago, mm-hmm. and um, the host was up. I hadn't watched his set, and uh, I guess there was a guy. It was a guy in the crowd. He had a mustache, so you know naturally he was calling him a pedophile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and I guess he had done oh. it a couple times. But I hadn't watched his set, so I didn't know he had <laughs> done that. So I came on stage, and it kind of was like front row, and it was like it was early on in comedy, so yeah, you're yeah. kind of grabbing at the first things you're seeing to make a joke out of that. Yeah. To win everybody else over. So I just the guy had a huge mustache, so I was just like, I was like, whoa, pedophile in the front row, <laughs> like wild. And his wife stood up, and she just goes, "Stop calling my husband a pedophile." <laughs> file <laughs> we're working off. on it no. oh it so funny. that i mean that's kind of like that's a thing that guy probably shaved what I, I you know bet, i bet, yeah, I bet he, sh- he either can't s- have he either shaved or he stopped fucking kids yeah <laughs> you can't have nine comedians saying calling you a pedophile and you just go like yeah i gotta look yeah, into this eventually man. that gets into you for sure do you remember we used to go to comedy shows i remember like we used to go to, when yeah. we first started going to comedy shows you me our friend mike chris we were like just four white guys and right. i remember Every comedian, every comedian would go on and go, looks like the Backstreet Boys are here. Really? Every, yes. Every, it happened a hundred times. Wow. I Dawson's don't remember Creek. that once. Yep. It was, it was every comedian. Every, and that's when I was like, oh, like, there's hack premises. Like, these are right. not hack, but this is like, this is a um, stock joke mm-hmm. that like, every time we were going to shows, People would call us Dawson's Creek. Wow, this that you know, like whatever, like you no, know, a boy band, and you'd go, and I would laugh because like, good, give him his momentum, then he'll start going. Right, people would die, and it's yeah. like, it's like, and to this day, I still see it. I still see like comics would be like, hey, "What was this? This is a fucking was this ninety eight degrees?" So it's like, <laughs> nah, I don't know, it's like four. It's four Filipino women. <laughs> <laughs> Did I told you this? Right, I was at um the Borgata. Yeah. And I'm doing this um, Bill Cosby joke, right? And this guy gets up and he goes, "Look at me!" And I was like, "Holy shit, man! Like you look just like Bill Cosby." <laughs> and he goes, "What did he say?" He goes, "Yeah, it used to be great." Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Isn't that great? It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah, man. At one point, that was awesome, right? People were like, "Bill Cosby, we fucking love him." Yeah. Now he's. Well, yeah, man. Now his implications. Your success, if you look like you know a major celebrity, your success is tied to their success. Yeah. So you know, things are going well for them. Things are going well for you. Yeah. But, you know, the minute that uh, you know, eighty women testify that uh, you drug and rape them, yeah, it's gonna be a difficult uh, time for you when you're out to eat. Yeah. Also, you know, you're, you you look like Ben Affleck. You know, you see Geely's bombing. You're like, this is going to be a rough couple of six months. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, Ben Affleck's got to realize it's like, yeah, man, I got to put out the best movie because there's a yeah. guy out there who kind of looks like me These, who's exactly. getting laid off this. These celebrities have a duty to the people <laughs> that are normal that look exactly like them. Yeah. Oh, that's wild. Do you ever look like anybody? Oh, yeah, Jim Croce. Jim Croce, I don't know. You know, whatever hijacker. Sure. Did I get that? I didn't that's know easy. I really looked like that until I started doing comedy. You do actually look a little bit like Jim Croce. No, Jim Croce. I, I would yes. say that Jim Croce. I mean, yeah, I told that story where like uh, I was. I didn't know who Jim Croce one this, was. This was years ago, where a guy uh, was like getting on a plane, and he just stopped me, and he goes, "Man, you look a lot like Jim Croce." <laughs> and then he just boarded a plane. <laughs> That's a weird. And then yeah, there was a, that homeless woman outside of Eastville told me for a while. I don't get it as much anymore, I but I was getting her? a lot of '70s folk singers. Yeah, sure. She was. Uh, we were outside of Eastville. We we're waiting to do the mic, and she goes, uh, "She goes, uh, I'll suck your dick off." And I was off. like, "Yeah, right off. Take that thing." 
And I was like, uh, you know, thanks. Or uh, I think I said I have a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then she goes, uh, ah, well, you look like a young Cat Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> Is Cat Stevens and Jim Croce the same guy? No, they're different guys. Cat Stevens then became Yusuf Islam. That's right. Islam? Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Did he become Muslim and then change his name to the the actual religion? I think so. That's like being Billy Catholic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's what he might have done. <laughs> no, man, you got to get more. What? I think when you're uh cats you you got to really overcompensate. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? You got to be like, "Look, I'm serious about this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing the whole thing as my last name. He should have just been Cat Muhammad or Cat Yusuf. Yeah, I mean, that's he, he should have picked something a little less on the nose, but I think he really wanted to convey to people that uh he was into this. That's like when all the Facebook comedians first names are Comedy comedian, <laughs> comedian Greg Stone. Yeah. It's like, oh. yeah, I get it from the microphone pick, man. Yeah, you need to, you know, dude, we're good. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, you've got a, a fake, um, you know, you've got a water pistol to your head. Yeah, with a clown <laughs> nose. It's like I think I get what you're trying to do here. Do you know Bobby Haha? Yeah, I. Am I wrong or did Bobby Haha die? Oh, I don't know. I think Maybe. he might. have. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, but well, anyway, now I don't want to talk ahead. about. It. I mean, now how am I going to go on now? Yeah, they're a real asshole with a real <laughs> asshole last name. <laughs> well, yeah, God man. I mean, him. you name yourself Bobby. Ha ha. I mean, yeah. Um, well, that was it was always uh, when <laughs> Michael Phelps changed his name to, uh, hey, I'm uh, Billy Splish Splash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nikki Finns, yeah. what's it to you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Her- um, Harrison, uh, what was it? what's Harrison's last name? Greenbaum? No. Uh, Stanton? Yes, Harris, 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 not Harrison. He used to open for Patrice, and he always has that great story. Oh, tell me, guys, one of my favorites. They were opening, they were doing a show in Philly, and it was like Harris and him, and the opener was a guy named Ketchup. <laughs> and Patrice, I guess, like sat him down, and he was like, hey, man, hey, man, hey, man. All right, so uh, just, you know, let's think about this, right? <laughs> I'm Patrice. That's Harris. You're going to be Ketchup? <laughs> That, what are you going to talk about as ketchup? You're going to talk about politics, ketchup? You could, you could talk about serious matters coming from ketchup? Ketchup. I yeah, did. man, you're That's a condiment. So funny. You yeah. can't do that. You're of course, man. And then, like, you know, people are going to walk away and be like, you know, I fucking changed my view on immigration. Um, uh, honey mustard. <laughs> he was, like, really smart. He's good. Man, honey mustard is a great name for a comedian. <laughs> it is. A female comedian. His name's Honey Mustard. That, is, that would be Yeah, that. that is a great name. Oh, oh, we're supposed to tell more, uh, I guess, like Mark stories, Mark and Joe stories, right? I feel like we covered Joe pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm trying <laughs> to think of Mark we stories. Yeah. earlier before we were doing the podcast. We were like, ah, whatever we could say about Mark, we can't say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of stories about Mark. Yeah, that, uh, but uh, ugh, the, the DA finds out, <laughs> it'll be a real problem. We're kind of in the middle of a movement. <laughs> don't really want to. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm no. kidding. No no no, 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 no. no, yeah, but I just have a lot of drunk stories from Mark. They're like, great. But I'm yeah. like, I don't know what he would want to say. That is, well, that's what I was, and we were saying this earlier. As uh, Mark was on, like, he was one of the first comics that I saw in New York, mm-hmm. and he was out of his way to be nice to me. Yeah, because like in the beginning, everyone's and not everyone's mean. Everyone's just very in their head, and they're yeah, very yeah. nervous, and and in general, socially awkward. And I remember I did, um, I did the Creek Mike. I bombed pretty hard. But like Mark, you know, generally came up afterwards. He was like, oh, "I really like that um that joke about organic eggs or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. it was." And I was like, "Ah, oh, this guy's like a very nice guy." And uh, he was always super 
kind to me. And then <laughs> there was that roast of John F. O'Donnell. I was telling you this, where I was like, well, Mark. And then every single con, I was like, what, what could they possibly say about Mark? This guy's a great guy. So yeah, yeah. He's funny, you know, whatever. Maybe his voice, I guess they'll go there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then every single comic was like, yeah, well, Mark Norman, what a fucking liar that guy is. <laughs> and I was like, what? No. He's so nice. That guy is like so nice. Yeah, Mark, um, I. I always like, man, Mark, I've had some of the deepest conversations. Yeah. Every time That's Mark and I, I get into it with a conversation, it goes to this level that like I love. Like yeah. we we there's no there's no holding back. Mm-hmm. We talk about our like we did uh I did a couple like serious XM takeovers with him yeah. and some stuff and I'm like, these are some of the best conversations I've ever had. Yeah. With a comedian. That's what I always thought it was about. About comedy and like philosophy. Yeah. He always uh, came across it's a shame he's dead. I know. But he, I know. he really came across as a thoughtful guy. Um <laughs> That's the thing. I love Mark and Joe. I love them yeah, both. They're just they're just two two amazing, amazingly talented and funny and great guys. Yeah, they really are. Um, Mar- I, and that was I was trying to think of any like really funny Mark stuff. That that one time we did that live Tuesdays and stories where Mark we were talking about weird things that we did when we masturbated when we were younger. Oh, yeah. And I always thought that this was so funny that <laughs> Mark would paint. <laughs> paint the nails um on his fingers um and then jerk off with that hand yeah because then that seemed like a woman was jerking him off <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny i hope mark said that i've carried that memory for years yeah it's like one of the funniest things i've ever heard yeah first time i ever saw him was i think it coco 66 was that show too cool for school mm-hmm. and um i remember he bombed everyone bombed everyone bombed yeah and i remember being like man all these guys bombed I could bomb. Yeah, cool. You know, maybe they'll yeah. have me on. That's I'll come a bomb here. Feeling where yeah, you're like shit. Nobody did well. Pressure's off. <laughs> yeah, I could yeah. just. I mean, that's when I, I was like, hey, can I come do the show? And I think at the time, Nick Turner, who ran the show, was just kind of like, yeah, man, I don't give a shit who does this fucking thing. That thing sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like it was still building before it was like building a crowd. Yeah, and, I remember uh, that. Yeah, it was like the stage was super. High. It mm-hmm. wasn't even. Co- was it Coco sixty six? Yeah, it was yes. Coco sixty six. And then it turned. Then it moved to Red Star. Yes. <gasps> um. Yeah, and those guys, because when we first started, like I think that like the first kind of guys we kind of became friends with, or like they were here before us, was like Nick Turner and Mark Norman. Yeah, and uh, Saint Germain, Saint Germain, Lawrence, Danny Solomon, Danny Solomon, yeah, Sims, Zach yeah, Sims. Um, yeah, those were yeah, those were Neil. those were that's a long Neil. Wow, Neil Stasny. You know Neil Stasny's one of my favorite jokes. He refuses to ever deal do it. Was uh, the squeal? The squeal. He would do that joke about. <laughs> yeah. I used to call him Neil the squeal, and then people would come out and go wee. You know? know, and I was just dying, and he was like, "Greg, I can't do the joke. It never gets a laugh." I wonder if they've ever had Neil on the podcast. I don't think they really do guests anymore. Oh, right. I think we kind of did guests, and then I think that uh, that was the beginning. Yeah, I this? think they just kind of do their own thing now, and they do the live ones, and they do the live ones. That was the one <laughs> I bombed so bad on one of the live ones. It was uh, it was Stress Factory, mm-hmm. where it was. I thought I was just opening for Mark and Joe. Yeah. And then I thought they were going to have Jeff McManus on as the guest. Uh-huh. So then I opened, it went great, and then they, I, I didn't have any stories in my head, and I thought I wasn't supposed to really talk because I thought it was going to be all about Jeff. Yeah. And, like, and you know... Who's Mark, Jeff McManus? He... um I know that name. He, he used to, like, run... He used to... He used to kind of be the door guy at the Stress Factory, and then he would open every show. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Funny, yeah. like, Jeff, yeah, funny, yeah. you know... Yeah, yeah. Um, like a, a maniac in his own right, but yeah. like a funny guy. Uh, and then um, I thought it was just because Jeff had a lot of like, he had been working at the club for so long, so he had so many awkward stories with headliners that I was like, oh, I think it's just gonna be the Jeff show. And then I was like on as well, and I didn't. <laughs> it was horrible. And you know, Mark and Joe's rhythm is like 
tough to keep up with in sure. general. Like they're just they're so fast. Yeah, yeah. So then it was <laughs> they would just turn it to me, and like Joe would be like, uh, "Anthony, you have anything for that?" And I would be like. <laughs> You know, I don't really think so. <laughs> and I just, I just was uh, totally unprepared to, you know, uh, perform in that capacity. Yeah. And then I just, I felt so bad. That is what it is. No, no, yeah, I know. It's no, just, no, I, I know. But I mean, like, we, I've bombed on so many of. What I'm trying to say is, you're a good guy, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I donate, man. I know. Yeah. No, man. I'm trying to think. I did that fucking. What the fuck? I did Stress Factory. I wanted. I think it had to have been with Joe. It couldn't have been with Michelle. I think it was with Joe, and Vinny Brand goes, "I'm gonna do some time." <laughs> yeah, and I love Vinny. Man, that guy makes me laugh. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. He's great. No, but no. a maniac. Yes, I think he did 45 minutes up front or something yeah. like that. That seems like a slow night for Vinny. Wow, <laughs> yeah. he's really taking it easy. And then brings me up, and then uh, I did whatever, and he goes, "No, come back here." And then I have to talk to him on stage. <laughs> And do this whole like interview oh, process. Oh yeah, do the whole interview. This isn't a podcast. Top, it's great. I'm the goddamn feature. Wait to bring Joe up, and he starts like making jokes or like trying to shit on me. But I'm like shitting on him back because I think yeah. he just thought I was just a feature. Right. I don't think he realized I was like, no, I've been doing comedy a long time. I just have zero success. Uh, <laughs> and I started shitting on him, and then to again, the show is now done. V- Vinny did 45. Mm-hmm. I did 20, and then 10 yeah. of just getting yelled at by Vinny on stage. The crowd is, they're done. Yeah. And then Joe came out, and man, he fucking killed. Like, he killed. Because it was like, I was like, I don't know how he's going to follow this. This is, a, this is a maniac thing to happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, some of those crowds there, they've been going there so long. They get that it? That they kind of get it. That's just Uncle Vinny. Yeah. <laughs> he's drunk. And I, and I think even, like, they know that Vinny usually does that when it's, like, a newer headliner. Yeah. So I think even those crowds are just like, oh, like, Vinny is doing the Six Flags bit. Yeah. Like, we gotta really give. We gotta give a lot for this headliner because you know he. I, I we see what he's doing here. He does, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he might have done this. Mark and I were there for a weekend. I think he might have done the same exact thing. Oh God, it's like, but you know, I, I mean, I, Vinny, like, I just lo- I love talking to him because he's got those old school. I love old school comedy. Yeah, stories. no, I, I'm I'm a fan. He always makes me laugh. Um, Who was the guy? We were at um. What was that story? We were at fucking Zanies in Nashville. We were Zanies in Nashville. Done. Oh, those those stories. That guy told us a story about some guy doing coke and like. He told us a story about, uh, and I, I forget the comics' names, but uh, he told us a story about like the host because this was comedy in the eighties and it, yeah. was, like, it was the wild time that the you wild. imagine. But then some things are even wilder than you could even think. <laughs> yeah. Where he told us one story where I think the the host was driving the headliner to the gig. And then the headliner was like, hey, can we stop in this gas station? I just got to get some stuff. Yeah, yeah. So the headliner walks out. I think a couple minutes go by. You know, the host is sitting in the car, doesn't hear anything, whatever. And then the headliner (laughs) runs out of the gas station and just goes, drive, drive, drive. And he just ripped off the gas station. He robbed it. He robbed it on the way to the gig. (laughs) That's what's like, so like he was just like, oh, yeah, what do I got to do? Because now I think, all right, like before my show, what do I got to do? Maybe I'll take a nap. Maybe I'll, you know, I'll jerk off. Yeah, yeah. Like I'll write this email. But this guy was like, oh, and I got to rob that gas station. I got to do that as well. <laughs> yeah. You're also getting paid at the gig, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you're going, yeah. you're on your way to getting money. Yeah, dude, just fucking sell merch for yeah. Christ's sakes. Well, you're looking at the host like, can you do 10? Can you drive? <laughs> can you be an accomplice? What can you do? You do 8 to 12 for me? Also, too, you don't know who Years. Is- yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's really good. You yeah. don't know who is like at the gas station where they're just like, that was the craziest thing I've ever seen. And then they show up to the comedy show and they're like, I don't want to be weird, but I think that's the guy who did it. Like I just shot my uncle in the leg. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> you know? Yeah, man. Yeah, he just jumped over a register, stuck his hand in the fucking... <laughs> yeah. Punched out an Indian guy. Because there is that part of, um, you know, where I'm like, I kind of wish I was a part of that st- oh, uh, sure. stand-up comedy experience. But I... Th- <laughs> obviously not now. Th- at 36, I'm like... That that sounds so exhausting. No, no, but when I was twenty. But yeah, when when I was when I was twenty, yeah, there was another. I mean, I remember I was on the road. There was a young comic who was telling me who was like a young headliner. Yeah, because yeah. we started headlining later on, like in our you know thirties. Yeah, yeah. So it's like at that point, you're pretty much you're doing the show, you're working all day, you go to the gym, yeah, do the show, maybe you get high in your hotel room and yeah. you go to sleep. Yeah, it's really not exciting, you know. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> he was just like a just super young comic on the road who was just like, yeah, I get two hotel rooms <laughs> when I go to places. <laughs> I get I get one for me, and then you know one for me and my girl, and then I got another room to fuck whoever. <laughs> I was like, what a different experience you're having with this. That is an '80s sitcom move. Yeah, where right? you're like you're talking <laughs> to your wife and you're like yeah. oh but I gotta check let me go get some ice and then you're <laughs> fucking some girl and she's like oh hang on a second I gotta go get a sandwich and you're sleeping with your wife it's like it's like a Zach Morris move yeah, man, exactly- how do you do that I don't even have the balls to attempt thinking about that right and I know who you're talking about and I know that's a true story yeah, yeah I know you don't yeah. want to mention it but it's oh, like I that, that, that I know of course so not mean. but that's amazing that's yeah, crazy. I just threw me so much because he said it too, as if it was like relatable to my life on the road. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's like, yeah, yeah you know what that's like, right? I'm like, I didn't even know that was an option. Yeah, I like <laughs> mentally, you could do that. <laughs> well, the '80s, I would love to be an '80s comedian because I'd like to do like the weird shit they used to do, where they'd be what like, well, "Lama's going to be a professional wrestler," you know, like yeah, I'm going to come dressed right, right. up with a luchador mask and I'll be the luchador comedian, yep. and people would go, "Well, I'm selling this place out." Totally, man. We love that. We need more occupational comedians. Yeah. More of those guys that are just like, you don't know Frankie the bus driver? Might be the funniest comedian I've ever seen. Yeah. Mainly does bus jokes, but yeah. man, does that guy kill. Joey the fireman is a guy who right. is real and I worked with. Right, right. And he was, I mean, he's god awful. All he did was say cunt. Sure. Which, I mean, yeah, I, you know, I had a couple of laughs. But after he's going like, that is fucking cunt. And people were dying. Yeah, yeah. And oh, God. Remember who was uh who was the boxer? He he would do the commercial. Uh, he did the impression of the bo- he he had Bob the, Bob Nelson Bob Nelson and he would wear the football right. Look up some some fun homework for you guys at home. Look up Bob Nelson. Look up the masked comedian, the unknown comic, the unknown comic. Yeah, that's a guy who'd come out with a paper bag on his head. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> I love it. I love the unknown comedian. He was like an actual actor or something. It's so funny too because like those guys you would look at and be like, man, those guys were hacks. But it's like, I don't know. Those are all all comics. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that, and it's only a hacky because people copied it and did it later. Right. That was completely original. But when that's they did so off on guard. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, emo Phillips. Did yeah. like a bit where he was like sawing through his hand or something. And people <laughs> were bleeding. I'm like, this is weird. But it's great. Like that shit's great. Yeah. Well, I think with him because he always he also had just like great, great written jokes to yeah. go with it. You know. Well, that's the thing. If you work hard at it, it'll be great. Right. Like he had a, he had that oddball personality. But if you just looked at his jokes on paper, you would be like, oh, that's a, like an incredible joke. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just Joe Mackey now. <laughs> you know, he's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> no, but Mackie has like relatable stuff. Yeah, he's like a real oddball weirdo. Yeah, the way he sounds. I don't see I it. Right. I don't. <laughs> you will. You no, of course. You immediate once you know him for more than an hour, 
you don't see it anymore. Right. You know, it's like, oh, that's just Joe. That's just how sure. he is. No, but I mean, yeah, of course, man. He's like, I remember the first time I saw him, he's like a boy come to life. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's such a... Even Michelle, you know, we opened for Michelle and she's... Uh, I forget. I constantly hear people go like, I can't stand her voice. I go, what? <laughs> like, it's so high-pitched, I hate it. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't even, like, once you I get for, over yeah, it, same, it's man. great. Like, yeah. you know, I don't even hear it at all anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, I just see... Uh, also, a fun thing I about just Joe. Pure darkness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Joe pees his pants every set. That's a thing. what? Yeah, you didn't know that. That's not a real thing. Is Joe it? List has got some kind of problem. No. Yeah, his penis is constantly leaking. <laughs> you have to notice it. <laughs> <laughs> I, we should have been starting lies from the beginning of this podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, yeah. yeah, we fucked up this whole hour. Yeah, we should have been doing that. Yeah. Damn it! All, All right, right. Well, we're gonna land this baby. Land it. Anything big you want to get into? What Any you, fun stories that you were like, oh, shit, I wanted to talk about that? Into? Uh, no, not really. Um, when does this come out? I don't know. Oh, all right. I think for March 1st. Today is... March 1st. April 1st. <laughs> oh, April 1st. Okay. Kind of a funny April Fool's Day joke that you download the podcast and you don't get to listen to Joe or Mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope people aren't furious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but just remember, they picked us. They picked us. You know us. what I mean? So if, you know, if you're mad, we had nothing to do with this. Well, I'll tell you this. They, we're saying this now. The people who didn't want to listen have already turned it off. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, 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 gone. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, are you going to be anywhere for? I don't know. Well, I'm going to Glasgow. April, May, well, you Glasgow, you're going to already be in Glasgow. So yeah, but in my not. eyes, I'm. De- I don't like flying, so I believe I'm already dead. <laughs> if I make it back from the flight, <laughs> so um, what are you about to plug your funeral? <laughs> <laughs> I just plugged the Rad Dude Cast. If you enjoy oh, this, yeah, that's really it. Check out our podcast. Yeah, the Rad Dude go Cast. to at the Rad Dude Cast on Instagram and um, listen to the Rad Dude Cast. Oh, that's and the really Jason it. Sign stuff we should plug too because I think this is going to be out after. No, it's this Monday. Oh, April first. Yeah. Oh, so tonight, um, come out to Arlene's Grocery. Greg and I are hosting. Uh, Wait, we're hosting at this Monday. Yeah. Oh boy, I better put that on my calendar. I knew this. I knew this would be. Of issue. course, this is what happens. So, uh, oh, you know, supposedly I will be there. We'll see what happens <laughs> with Greg. But uh, yeah, Arlene's Grocery, eight o'clock this Monday. Uh, a buddy of ours, and I'm sure you guys know because I'm sure Mark and Joe have talked about it. Oh, I got it in the calendar. Uh, a benefit for Jason Signs, who's a uh, uh, comedian, great guy, super funny guy, who fell through a skylight in Los Angeles and yeah. is like. Uh, paralyzed and you know needs support with uh, medical bills and stuff like that funny guy great guy check out his um the gofundme if you can't get yeah. to the show donate some money man we need help for this guy get out you know yeah. his gofundme also, is, is oh, uh signs spines well, that's I think the hashtag oh look if you really you really should you donate type, but you can google it yeah you can google it and then also there were they're doing shows in dc and la so if yeah. you're listening from any of those areas especially in la because i think they rented out the Regency theater. theater that's like 700 <laughs> so I mean even if you live in the Midwest just go to Los Angeles to yeah. see the show because they need you over there more than ever yeah um, that's it for us right cool Anything, yeah Anthony? that's lunch <laughs> no one-